0: Now, James, I've got a question for you. When you're going on a very long trip somewhere to a bike meeting, you've got all your bikes in the back, you've got all your tools, you've got all your shit, what is one thing that you need to make sure of when you're going on a long bike trip somewhere? Well, you need reliability in your car, don't you? 100%. And speaking of reliability, your van, right, it needs to be in the best nick it needs to be well looked after, like a well oiled machine. Sort of like you. You're like a well oiled machine. I am. You know, I, when you walk and when you run, I can hear all the nuts and <laughs> bolts and the screws and everything. It's just, it's just one. It all works together. It, it does work together. So I, I definitely think that, yeah, when you're setting out on these long trips, you need to have peace of mind. One less thing to worry about. One less thing to worry the bike about. bike needs to make the meeting and the yes. van needs to make the trip. Exactly. And you need to get home. Yes. So one thing that I know for sure is that Ultratune at Toronto have some of the best mechanics in the business to make sure our vans and our cars, whether you're driving a car or van, they need to be reliable. Absolutely. That van, can only if only those walls oh. could talk. I'm going to burn it when I'm finished. With. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get the UV light in all those walls. I was tortured. Yeah, was <laughs> But in all seriousness, get down to Ultra Tune Toronto. Uh, talk to Adam there. Uh, get your get your cars, your vehicles, your vans. Get everything looked after because there's nothing worse than getting halfway to a track. and You've broken down. You just think, why didn't I go to Ultra Tune Toronto? Get your shit sorted. Make smart decisions. You want to make those smart choices. Don't be an idiot. No, don't be an idiot. Do things the right way with Altitude Toronto. Then you head home for the for the off season and the end of ninety one to the heading into the start of the ninety two Australian titles. Now this is when this is when that you know, you just talk about an accident with your arm mm. and then you had a pretty big one down in Adelaide, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a real shame. This, this is the interrupted like I missed the ninety one world final, so I've I've hit the 1990 World Final, my first go. Only my third year into racing got injured didn't compete in the 91 so that was obviously devastating for us mm. and then yeah come home and went down to adelaide north arm for the australian australian championships 91 92 australian championships um feeling pretty confident I like I said I blame I half blame myself feeling reasonably confident with myself I mm. was I was probably the the former australian rider then yep. boy she was right on my heels um and yeah, I just there I I dropped the clutch. Pretty confident I could win the meeting. I, I kick myself now. Mm. Um, a red hot Jason Lyons. I was riding too slow. It was I was just not riding. I'd I, riding too slow. Yep. And Lyonsy is he, a racer, mm. and he's seen a gap going into the third bend. On I don't know it was the first or second lap of the opening heat, and um. Yeah, he, he we clashed, so I don't know I I don't know whether we touched, whether he took my leg, I can't remember. Um anyway I've i I slid on my ass. It wasn't a spectacular crash, but it was a sudden stop. Mm. I, I the bike went down, I went into the fence. The bike I don't know whether I let go of it, but anyway the bike went before me. There was no air fences. Yeah. It was no. just like a little six inch timber board on the bottom of the track with a wire fence on top of it. Yeah. And obviously earth behind it. And when I, I slid into the um, fence back first with me tailbone, mm-hmm. and just sudden stop, bang, bang, yeah. So nothing spectacular, not mm. like some of the crashes we see today, yeah. Um, where the boys are like rag dolls going over the fence, and the air fence is saving so many people.
0: And they get some of these guys are getting up and walking away from walking them. away
1: hectic. Um, this was just a pretty basic crash you see most days. Mm. Just the sudden stop got yeah. me, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and knock, and yeah, I thought I was paralyzed. I i um i had i felt i had i just had numbness i could feel my body pulsating Yeah. i could feel the lower half of my body pulsating i didn't mm. have a lot of pain i'm just thinking shit you know you get that zoom, zoom, yeah zoom, okay. feeling and going through your body yeah right i'm laying there I'm thinking and i'm thinking i've got time to think i'm i'm thinking clearly i'm thinking fuck this yep. is
0: something's not right not right here, right here. I, a bit going not
1: on. like my arm at peterborough i'm thinking fuck my arms my arms busted Yep. Take me to hospital now. Mm. This wasn't that. This is like, oh, my goodness, I'm in trouble.
0: Yeah. And maybe were you 23, 22 at that time? Quite young.
1: 22, 23, yeah.
0: Geez, that would have been a scary, just all those emotions running through your head. Yeah. All of a sudden you're lying on the track and you can't feel Yeah. nothing from the waist down.
1: 100%. Um, and to be honest, that was the fear for me. For racing was when you complete at a level like that, it's dangerous. Mm. I I was never really worried for my life. Yeah, I was more worried of injury of this type of injury.
0: Yeah,
1: more more so than my life. So yeah, all that's all that's running through my mind at that moment, thinking, oh, fuck, Mm. this is not good. Yeah, and honestly, that felt like a lifetime, but it would have only been seconds, Mm. and then bang, mate, the pain come. The pain come and I knew, oh shit, I've broken something here. Yep. Still, really, weren't aware whether it was what what I'd broken. I was still very, very concerned. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, they quickly got me off to hospital, and yep. um, I yeah done my pelvis, mm. which hurt. Mm. I like got hurt. Mm. Um, yeah, and but yeah, laying in the Adelaide hospital, um, I'd just done three years. What what had I done? Four years. I'd just done the four years. Yeah, hard. Like I made it to the top pretty quick. And things were getting pretty serious, um, and I remember laying there and saying to Mum Linda, "I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I need a break. And not physically worn out. I'm just tired of of the lifestyle we were having. Yeah. Like you said, you mentioned I'm a young fella and I'm flying around Europe, um, in uh, Sweden and Poland. And um, it's not. I haven't. It was only five minutes ago. I was racing at Lake Macquarie Mini Bike Track. Yep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I've been doing this, and I smashed myself for four years, mm. and I've now got all this expectation on me. You know, I, I was—I'd reached the the world rostrum, and um, I obviously did, I wasn't fair income. I was tired at, at North Home Adelaide. I should have been more fair income. I was—I was tired, mm. and so when I got injured, I um, it was—I know was, i was home. Maybe it would have been a different story if I was in a hospital in Europe. Yeah, okay, yep. but of course I wasn't in, in a hospital in Australia. It was—it was. It was the decision was made easier. Yeah, okay. To say, I need to, I, I, I'm, I'm done. Just
0: need to take a spell.
1: Just I need to take walk a spell away for a while. I don't know whether I was walking away for a spell away forever. I don't know whether I was thinking that. Yeah. But I knew I weren't going back that year. I yeah, knew, I said course. to mum, I need to go, we need to have a rest. Yeah. We need to have a rest. Mm. Yeah, so it took me a long time to get on my feet. Yeah. To sort myself out. Literally. Yeah. Well, it did, <laughs> yeah. <We're, laughs> yeah, I was Jesus. in a wheelchair for, for a short period of time and. It was a pretty big injury, yeah, and um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, that 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 was that was the first, I guess, retirement if you call it. Mm.
0: And you know, you've been labelled a name gets thrown around the comeback king and all these sorts of things. But at that age, you know, you're 23. Uh, I think from memory, uh, I've been told that you and Mum had planned a wedding that year, mm-hmm. um, and all of a yeah, sudden, how
1: funny is that the Australian wedding, the Australian championship, yeah interrupted another wedding of the family. So uh, my sister,
0: of Fiona, and yeah. then my
1: own wedding to, to mum. The Aussie titles are cursed. The wedding was, the wedding and had, we had guests coming from England. Mm-hmm. um, Arnie, Jackie. Yep. We were to, to be married 2nd, 3rd of February. Yeah, okay. We had dates locked in. This was the 26th of January in Adelaide I got injured. Yeah. So it was like real close to the yeah, wedding. We were, we were coming home to get married. mm, mm. So the wedding got put up again. Yeah. Got put back and we, we ra- rearranged that till till July. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Another wedding interrupted. So
0: So you you know, you say you were tired, you were a young guy, you know, traveling around, and all of a sudden, at the the, the click of a finger, you're no longer riding speedway. And once you recover, you just go back to normal day to day life, normal work what was that like literally from one of the highest of highs mm. just back not back down but to back to living a normal life was that tough to start with a bit of a tough pill to swallow
1: yeah um,
0: or was it the 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 rest you really needed
1: i initially the first 12 months the, it was the rest i needed yeah i f- I, f- I felt that that more so at the end of 03 when i re- Tired for the second time, for the second time, yes. yep, because that was more of a choice, yep, rather than where this was more of an injury inflicted. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was, it was challenging. It was, yeah, it took, it took a while, but yeah, we just, mum and I, we just, um, mum bought a block of land, mm-hmm. I remember at Toronto West, there, yeah, the, it was a new estate at the time, the
0: White House, we call it,
1: the White House, uh-huh. yeah. Um, bought a block of land there um, we built a Huxley home mm-hmm. I got a normal job what we call what I call a normal job then because I didn't have a you know for four years I didn't have a, a weekend you there had was a, no such thing as Saturday and Sunday
0: you had a um you had a trade though you you were were you a qualified mechanic I was yeah okay. yeah Bot- yep. motorcycle mechanic
1: yeah light light automotive yeah the trade I went and I went to Glendale Tafe yeah so and Ray Morton going back to to 88 when I went over there so I finished me trade off at Ray Morton's workshop. Oh okay. So Ray Morton's family had a automotive workshop. Where were they at? In London.
0: Ah okay. In
1: Peckham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I finished me trade off with Ray's family.
0: Was your was that British qualification recognised in Australia? In Australia
1: yeah cuz I, I was still in a workshop. Right, I was okay. still working on light vehicles and whatnot, and yeah. I had the suffi- sufficient um, paperwork and sure. to say that I'd done it all. Yeah, so I had me trade under me. Mm. Um, yeah, and I can't remember where did I I started working. I was an agi driver for a while yeah, for Coastal right. Concrete. Right, started driving and delivering cement. Yep. Um, I remember, and I, I I haven't asked, and Craig Enison about it, but I'm pretty sure that. I delivered concrete to either him or or Markery, Chad's dad, somewhere along the lines and I remember oh, right, I remember okay. the boys I can't remember coming out to me and pretty sure they they knew me as as um Todd the speedway rider. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Cuz yeah. I cuz I sort of come on the scene pretty quick and got yeah. to the got to the world championship. Yeah. yeah. I, I vaguely remember something like that.
0: Well, Chad and Craig would have been quite young. They were quite then. a few years behind me, yeah. Well, if you were 24, 25, they might have been in their teens, or yeah, something,
1: yeah, they they could have been. I I, I Mark Reed poured Mark Chad's father poured mm-hmm. the concrete for our white house
0: oh, driveway. Righto, okay. And I
1: remember having conversation with Mark about Chad was only young fella then sure. about his direction, what he was going to get up to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I was I was an adi driver for a while, and then I I think I was a I drove for um, Hawkins Transport. Yep. Local people would remember that from bullaroo Okay. Um, driving coal trucks yep, right. out of Killingsworth, yep. West Walls then there, carting coal into Newcastle BHP. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that for a few years. And I was working for a company called Jetstream, which was just down the road at Awabah where we would CCTV TV operator for underground sewer and stormwater pipes yeah, and repairs right. and stuff. I was I fitted into the normal world yeah. and then you and Anders come along. Mm-hmm. You you come along in the White House. yes. In 94 mm-hmm. um, Anders was in 93 and we're living in Toronto um, in a set of apartments in Brighton Avenue yeah okay um, and Anders come along there yeah so we were just we slotted into a normal life and had you two boys and
0: you were, you were the you were the ideal Australian family living the normal normal just, life
1: yeah hundred percent 100 percent yeah just trying to make make um, ends meet mm. um, young couple. Some great friends, yeah, and just, just going, just living the Aussie life, mm. water skiing. and
0: Did you did you ever, did you sell everything? When you had your accident and you decided, no, nah, I'm going to hang up the helmet and the gloves, was that it? Did you get rid of all of it or did you keep things?
1: In Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I sold it. I sold yeah, it. I'm just okay. trying to pitch it. And that's the bike that we've just recently found. Yeah was that era, mm-hmm. that upright from old Ronnie Smith. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I sold it all. So I kept my suits. I've got, got a couple of these suits are pretty cool. I'll have to show them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. These, are, these are two of my most important suits. Yep. I'll, um, I'll get a photo of
0: these and include it up on the... me Wimbledon suit. Up on the YouTube.
1: And me Bradford my yep. reading suit. World final suit. Uh, and the original jackets. Yeah. There's a few... Um, I've seen a few of these, some been made up as copies oh okay over the past not necessarily mine but yep. i've seen other other numbers yep um but they're the, that's the original 100 percent original um yeah yeah i did i'm pretty sure i sold everything up and yeah we were just making ends meet for, yep. the, for the next four and a half years
0: i've actually seen on your suit there you got john titman racing service yep
1: john if you listen mate reach out
0: i would love to have a chat with you
1: yeah John, well, John was quite a few years and world mm. rider prior to mm. me. John was also in long track.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, so John
1: was John was a good help to me in the early days. Mm.
0: Copy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's 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 amazing that you you still got That's all this stuff. Cool, these suits, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they really are.
0: Yeah, I will definitely include a, a picture on YouTube so you guys can um see what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. We're, that that was it, mate. Mm. I, I got. I got hurt, mm. and I was tired. Yep. The injury obviously didn't stop me. I, yep. I recovered from the injury, injury, but, yeah, just mentally I needed, yeah. I needed a break.
0: And, you know, you you, you lived the life, the, the normal life. You had a couple of kids, you know, Anders and myself come along, uh, and it wasn't until about, I'm assuming, 96 that you started to have discussions with mum about going over and trying
1: again. It all happened pretty quick. I, I'm pretty sure it was 97. It, yeah, right. And I okay. think it was pretty mum. Mum started it. Yeah, yeah. Mum started it. Um, I was young. I was only early twenties when I stopped. Yeah, in ninety two, mm. and I was I was still only what twenty seven something in ninety yep. in ninety seven. Still a young fella, younger than you are today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure mum started the conversation. Yep. Didn't obviously didn't take much to convince me. Yeah, okay. But I'm pretty well, sure
0: you, you obviously still felt you had something to give in order to to. Attack it pretty quickly
1: Yeah Oh yeah I'd, Yeah absolutely I mean Just think We'd done four years Pretty tough mm. You know I wasn't on a fantastic wage mm. We had You know Two two young kids Is not cheap And we had The, the house mortgage And so We weren't We weren't financially You know Scoring goals mm. So when mum sort of Hinted and suggested Well What do you reckon Todd mm. you're, st- you're still young enough Let's We're all young Yeah You boys were young um, mum was only 25 or something herself. Yeah, It's out there, let's go again. Mm. And I thought, well, shit, yeah, you're probably right. Mm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So the decision was really made just like that. Yeah. What I can remember. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Let's yeah. do it. And, and then I thought, well, how are we going to make this happen? Mm. And I'm pretty sure I picked the phone up To Phil Lanning. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's what i done. Okay. And I just sort of, it was just a simple of one phone call. Say, I'm interested to give this another go. Right, okay. I'm interested to give this another go. Yep. And I was only 27. And I'm pretty sure our current world writer, Jason Doyle, was around that age. Ah, Jason was a late starter. Yeah, okay. So... It go, and what he's achieved in this amount of time. So, sure. And I'm pretty sure at the time, and you've got the archives, Ivan Major won six world championships. Yep. And I'm pretty sure he was around 27 years old of his first one.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so. So you thought I could still uh, definitely let's, do this. Let's go. Yeah, and next thing you know, you're leaving mum and Anders and I and you're off to Germany.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Well, I am. Um, Which is a
0: not a common route to to for an australian to get back into the
1: sport no well appreciate sure shot i've just had four and a half years off speedway and to compete in england you had to have a work visa and you had to prove to the government that you could support yourself yep and i was bringing a wife and two children with me so i had to prove to them that i could financially support myself so i'd signed a deal with bradford speedway of Alan hare yep and which I was really excited about because I loved the joint. I loved the track. Yep,
0: you had good memories of Bradford. That's good, for sure. Good
1: memories of Bradford. And um, anyway, as it turned out, I, the visa got knocked back mm. because I didn't qualify. Yeah. it didn't matter whether I'd won a twenty world championships prior, my, you know, prior to '92. that didn't mean anything to them. Mm. I I had to prove to them, put runs on the board, that I could support myself, and I didn't have anything to back that up. Of course. So she got knocked on the head. Yep. But prior to that. Information coming through. Yeah, we'd sold the house, the mm-hmm. White House, and we were currently living on Fiona and Dean's lounge room floor. Right. Yep. We didn't have any much money behind us. Yeah. Not a lot at all. We had enough to get us all over there. Yep. But um, of course, I couldn't get the visa. We we, we weren't going to buy anything and mm. book any tickets until until I had a job. Yes. Essentially. Yep. So yeah, we'd packed up and we were living temporarily on Fiona and Dean's. lounge room floor on airbeds yeah okay out at Rathmonds right yeah and I was frivolously trying to work out a way what do we do now Mm. I've just been not back I've had the bad news back from Bradford shit we've got nowhere to live Mm. and Stefan Hofmeister yep our German friend Mm -hmm. in Landsuit Germany yep he got wind of what was going on Mm -hmm. he rang me and he said Todd I said I don't know He's such a lovely guy he said, I don't know if this helps. He said, but I can give you a bed. This is a bit like the same story of Steve Schofield. Yes, yep. I can give you a bed. I've spoke to George Hack, who's the Landsort, um Promoter. Team manager. Team manager. Because George was a German speedway rider, and long track rider. Yep. And he was the team manager of, of the Landsuit Speedway Club, where Stefan lived in Landsuit. And um, I've had a chat to George, and George said, he will look at you. Oh, okay. That's all I had. He said, "You can live with you can live with me." Mm-hmm. And anyway, Joachim Kugerman, yep, the German writer, who's still involved with a lot of the boys there now, he lived in Rattenbach in the south of Germany in Bavaria. Yep. He was a current writer at in George Hack's team in Lancet. Okay, and Joachim offered me a job with his family business, so I could feed myself. What was that? In the machine, a machining shop. Ah, oh, right. Okay. They used to make. They used to make farm machinery and stuff, yeah, right. quite a big factory okay. in, in this um, farm community Yeah. in yep. the south of Germany. Yep. And I remember turning up and Stefan picked me up from the same, the story repeated itself. It's not mm. Schofield at Gatwick Airport this time, it's Stefan Hofmeister yeah, at Munich Airport. Right. Okay. But this time I've got a lot more pressure. I've got Linda and Anders yep. and Logan sleeping on my sister's laundry floor. floor. Yep. So I said, mum and I made a decision that I would spend – the grand or two grand it cost me to get on the plane yep. to go over to Germany. um Stefan organised a van, and we drove to um Divizov in Czechoslovakia, okay, Czech yep. Republic, yep. and bought myself a brand new Jawar yep. bike. So at least had something to ride. yep And organised thro- also with contacts with Klaus Lausch that he would tune my tune. engine for me. Yeah, this was okay. all done on deals. Yep. People were helping me out everywhere. And so I got a bike that w- that I could win races on. Mm-hmm. And George, I done some training on a Wednesday night. I'm pretty sure it was in Lansort Speedway. Yep. George would let me on the track with Robert Bart.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Stefan Bakuba. Good. Good. Riss was Riss wasn't with Lansort. He oh, was. He okay. was with another club. Right.
1: And George watched me. Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, okay, I'll give Todd a spot." So he would give me a t- spot in the Lansort team. Yeah. It's a bit like the the Wimbledon thing. Yeah, she, she yeah. snowballed. Yeah, I entered as many European individual meetings as I could because I I walked into Germany as a tourist. Yeah, okay. Didn't need a work permit. Yeah, because German Speedway. Semi professional. Yeah, something. I could. Yeah, I could just sneak in there and nobody would even know I was competing. I had yeah. to take out a German license. Yep. To to ride in the team. So you're
0: riding under a German flag essentially. Yeah, I was. Just like the Russians sort of do now with. Poland That's Poland yeah Yeah right okay Yeah
1: and um, Yeah and I'd done as much as I could I moved south I moved out of Stefan's house And moved south to Koolgerman mm-hmm. He found another Another elderly lady For me to To rent a room off Yeah I paid that room off With the money that I was earning From Koolgerman's factory
0: Yep Yep
1: And I was working with him Nine to five Monday to Friday And then on the weekends Koolgerman and I Joachim helped me a lot Right yeah I put my bike in Koolgerman's van yeah and we'd go off and race wherever in italy and that's when i went down to Paco's land down to um oh uh, um
0: italy on ego yeah okay we yep. went
1: to czech republic and we done what we could austria yeah because we lived in the south and
0: you just had to prove yourself you prove yourself got the, on the runs board. on the board yeah yeah
1: and i got enough runs on the board to prove that i could support myself mm. yeah and the next minute i i can't remember phone calls i made and i'm i'm um I'm ringing you and I'm ringing Mum up and saying I've got a job. Yep. Bring the boys over. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. So it started from there. Yeah, and we we and we went back to Germany the following year. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, we went back to Germany the following year. I, I'm pretty sure I got work in I got Poland in that first year. I ended up writing for Rybnik. Gdansk. Gdansk was it? I believe it's Gdansk. Gdansk. Ninety-seven. Yeah. yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah. So yeah, I eventually got enough. We got enough money where you you guys could come over and. And I think pretty sure Oxford ninety eight, Vanessa yep. and Steve Purchase, um, oh, okay. offered us the role because yeah. we we're living in Lansuit. We yep. we were renting running in Lansuit. Yep, still riding for the club in Lansuit on the German license. Yep, and then things snowballed. In ninety eight. We found ourselves back in Britain. Yeah, okay. And we went we went through Britain with a work visa. Yeah, work okay. permit. Yeah,
0: yep. And that really because of all that hard work that we call it grinding. You mm. know, because of all that grind. <laughs> You know, you got your visa, you got your, your work visa in '98. You it says here you're riding for Oxford, then you transferred to Hover and then it was sort of ne- next thing you know, you're back into it again. Three leagues, mm. you know, it's it's just yeah, literally you hit the ground running essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mad. It was a crazy story. Mm. It was mad. I, I, I went we, with with Hoffee, Stefan. We went to. Harder Beats, famous yep. track. Czech Republic, yeah. On this Klaus Lausch built motor that Klaus gave me, and my bike was just a basic Jawa. And um, I bloody won this open meeting okay. Part bits Beats yep. in 97. Yep. And I won a bike. First prize was a bike.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, okay. That's the best
1: trophy I could have ever had. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah.
0: Fuck, that would have helped you.
1: Unbelievable. Time. Yeah, unbelievable. So there was my second bike. Yeah. Yeah, so... And rip that motor out straight away and give it to Klaus. So yeah, all okay. of a sudden I had two bikes.
0: Yeah. Here, mate, fix this up. Make this fucking fast, please. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, it, yeah. And life went on again, Bear. So there she's kicked off. 98, Oxford, Chester Hover.
0: Yep. Um, and then 99 kicks around. That's when you get transferred to Ribnik. Ribnick, yep. Um, you win your first Australian title. Fuck, that must have been a a pretty... um. And was that a Mildura? I don't have that. Here, I'm assuming it would have been Mildura, 99. We up against Lindsay in the yes, yeah, in the final.
1: Yes, I was. Did yeah. he
0: pick gate two and something like that? Yeah, There's that's right. Uh, some sort of story there. There was a story yeah, there. Yeah, Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, what what was the score there? We, we had to select our yeah. We walked out and select. That's what happened. We the four of us qualified for the final mm-hmm. at Mildura, and we all had to walk out and pick our gates. Yeah. Okay. So we took four helmet colours with us. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we didn't know what we wanted to have got out there. Mm-hmm. So Lyons, he had first choice. He 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 obviously top scored in the yep. in the heats. Yeah. So I'm thinking, and I'm second. I know I knew I was number two to pick. Yep. And I knew I could trap Jason. Oh, okay. Jason was fast. Yeah. But I could. I knew. I I back myself every day in the week to tear out trapping. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm 100% my mind. Jason's going red. Yeah. Because that's okay. a pretty big advantage. Yeah, for sure. In um. In Mildura. Yeah. Yeah, gate one. And um, so I'm thinking, oh, Lions, he's taking red. Mm. So I said to Dean, put the blue helmet colour on. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even have to think what gate yeah, I'm coming of out of. I'm backing myself off gate two. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure Lions, he's seen blue helmet on my <laughs> – he's seen the blue helmet colour on my helmet yeah. at the start line. And, yeah, yeah. And I don't know I. but all of a sudden, Jason's kicking the dirt around and all of a sudden he says, I want blue. And I thought – you joking. fucking beauty! That's done it. Yeah. I said, "Quick, get that blue helmet color off. Put it red on."
0: A bit of reverse psychology. Yeah, there. so that, that
1: was the story, mate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. I I put up a poll or I put up a question yesterday on on Instagram about I'm getting you on sending some questions and the Mildura official Mildura Speedway Instagram page. All he said was because I don't know who it is. All it says was Jason Lyons blue helmet color question mark.
1: That's, really? That's all?
0: I don't know. That Who, might have
1: been Brendan Glenhill. Yeah. It could maybe, have been Brendan. Maybe. Look, whether that was Jason's train of thought, I don't know. I yeah, might right. I might be putting words into his mouth there, but um that's what it that was what it looked to me. I, I couldn't believe he, he took blue. Literally like like a gift from fucking heaven. I'm sure he'd done it because I had um, a blue eye he, he thought that's what I
0: wanted. <laughs> well, you that was your first Aussie title. Like fuck, that would have been yeah. Okay. Something pretty spectacular. Oh, how how are you feeling? Do you remember?
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool because um, yeah, I I didn't well I, in in 90, 1990, 91 I didn't ride because yep. of the f- Fiona, of course. Um, and then I was injured. I was yeah. So that mm. yeah to get my first that meant a lot, mate. Mm. Even though I'd I'd been at the world stage prior to that, yeah, that, that's still pretty cool.
0: You talked before about how burnt out you were with your three leagues and, and whatnot, obviously as a young kid, young fella. come into 1999, you know, you're riding for Oxford, you're riding for Ribnik, you're riding for Vastovic, you're Australian champion at the start of that year, you win the Intercontinental Final, so you'll just qualify for the Grand Prix Series in 2000, mm. and you've won world gold at the World Team Cup. Yeah. What a year 1999 was for you,
1: mm. it? Hectic, it's just, hectic. It's so. And how old were you then? <laughs> oh
0: fuck! I was, I was a, I, I think I started kindergarten in 2000. So yeah. I was, I was four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety nine. Like what a year that is, and considering mm. the adversity you had gone through mm. up until that point, mm. like. You you just been must have been
1: on cloud nine. A one hundred percent I was, mate. One hundred percent. This is why it's a pretty. It's you know I I the emotions we've gone through to get to this stage mm. over the years. Mm. I would have so much more of it. Loved to be more like Greg Hancock, where he's just gone. It's just like yeah. although that that middle nineties, I just missed the whole thing. Essentially, you'd argue that could have been your prime those years. It surely it would have had to have been my prime. You know, mm. I would have been middle twenties. Yeah, and and that's. You Know the Hancock, the Billy Hamill, yeah, Cardson coming onto the scene at the time, Sam, Sam Mirmalenko, Boise, Lee Adams, Moran's, yeah, Jason was just coming into it, yeah, Jason Crump. I miss that, yeah, that's gone, erased. Mm. So I probably miss my best, yeah, my best years.
0: Well, you know, obviously, in winning the intercontinental final would have been something that would have been quite an achievement up until that date, you know, you've just qualified, you, you, you're in the world final in 90. And now all of a sudden you're, you're thrown back in to the world stage. Mm. You know, those last, you know, 97 grinding all through Germany, mm. doing all those individual individual meetings you can. And all of a sudden at the end of 99, you think, fuck, I'm in the World mm. Grand Prix Series in 2000. Yep. What a whirlwind. And to throw on top of that, you win fucking World Cup gold. World Cup gold, yeah. What, and what a team. Yeah. You guys had in those those. We should have what we should
1: have won four in a row. Mm. We we blew it in Coventry. Yeah. But um Boise, that 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 Intercontinental in that got me to the Grand Prix series. That was at Poole. Oh, okay. And Boise spanned for me. <laughs> he would have and known he, he knows that. He knows every bit of dirt. Every in that track. bit yeah. of shale around that track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was quite nice. Because we'd gone through a lot in 88 and 89, mm. Boise and I, we relied a, a lot on each other. We, yeah. like, we skipped over a lot here. Yeah, of course. In 88, when we were, first went over there, Boise was. I talk about Rick Miller in Poland with me in Chester Hover. Boise and I, really, we couldn't wait to see each other. Yeah, okay. Cause, and it was weeks when we both left Australia in 88. Yeah. yeah. And he was two and a half hours south and I was in London. We were hanging to catch up with each other. Yeah. We were home sick, bad. And yeah. So we've been good mates. All along. Yeah, of course. And, and pri- pri- previous to that in Cameron Park racing days on the ADCCs. So it was really nice to have Craig in my corner.
0: Yeah. For that intercontinental final. For, for that final intercontinental
1: final. final mm. And then actually winning that yeah. and going automatically into the World Grand Prix. Yep. Yeah. And having Craig there, that was that was good times. The whole year was amazing, and was Craig a part of? Craig was
0: a was he a part of a World Cup team that you guys won? Mm-hmm. He was, was he?
1: Yep. Don't exactly ask me the dates, yeah, the years, years. About one hundred percent. Craig was in our team
0: because there was a couple of years there. Just from memory, as a young fella, I remember it was sometimes it was Craig, sometimes it was Jason Lyons. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember exactly yep. what years fell where, but
1: and we had Rory Schlein in there too.
0: Yeah, he come in in oh six.
1: Oh, was that the 06 era? Yes. Yeah, of he course. come in yes.
0: in 06. Yes, yes, um, yes. See, so, like we said it a, a few times before. Back in that late in that two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three, there was four Aussies mm-hmm. in the Grand Prix series. Yep. That hasn't happened.
1: Okay. Yep. Since mm-hmm.
0: you know, even for the the two years two thousand one, two thousand two, there was four Aussies in the top eight. Yeah. Fifty percent of the top eight, like that's just unheard of these days. Yeah. And, you know, I've got no doubt in my mind that Jack and Max and, you know, if Doyley can keep it up, I'd love to see Brady, Brady Kurtz get a shot in there. Like mm-hmm. we can do that again.
1: Oh, no doubt.
0: The Aussie boys of today are fucking phenomenal.
1: Absolutely, no doubt. I'm I, i <laughs> I'm surprised that the boys haven't won the World Cup since us. Yeah, okay. Because, you know, when um, Boise and myself – um and Ryan Sullivan. Yep, we retired prior to Jason Crump and Lee Adams. So yep. Lee Adams went on to have Darcy Ward and Chris and Chris Holder. Yep, da- Davey Watt. Yep. Um, those guys were good enough to win. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I've. It surprises me that the boys haven't won the mm-hmm. world championship.
0: If you haven't yet, guys, and as well you, Todd, is listen to the uh, the Jason Crump interview on Talk Speedway podcast. Mm-hmm. Jason talks about that. Nice. He he said he sort of feels that they underachieved. Okay, as a team, yeah. he felt like they should have won more. Mm. And he pro- he p- could probably mean this era as well. He probably mm. he probably thinks you know two thousand. You guys should have fucking flogged it at Coventry.
1: Oh, we we, we stuffed it.
0: Yeah, you guys were red hot favorites. Hundred
1: percent. You know, hundred percent.
0: But what what winning your first one in ninety nine? Obviously, that would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. But going three. Mm. Three is, like, you know, we've got, look uh, on the camera here, guys, for the YouTube viewers, we've got your official FIM medals here. Mm-hmm. Got your three golds here with the World Team Cup. Uh, and a one of them was the silver in...
1: The World, world Pairs. World Pairs with Lee, with Lee in 1990. 1990 in Germany.
0: And the other silver was the uh, World Cup in 2003.
1: When you just got pipped, yeah. Just got pipped by yeah. Sweden, yeah. I believe.
0: Yep. Um, yep. And there's your bronze, obviously, at the world final in 90. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I, I had no idea about this. I don't know if, if any of the listeners uh, knows about this, but when you get given a medal on the night, mm-hmm. it's not the FIM official medal. No. You just get given a... a
1: like, they may do today. Yeah, Because okay. I see the, see the FIM president on the rostrum with the boys yes. nowadays. Yep. I, they may do, but... Back in my era, it got mm. posted to you. Yeah, so
0: this medal here, the middle one, is the one you got on the night. Yeah. But it's not the official no. FIM medal here. No. So you, you obviously don't have that one anymore. I don't. Yeah. Right. I don't know where it is. Yeah. okay, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. Spewing. <laughs> Someone's got it somewhere Spewing. stashed under their bed. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see that. Yeah. And as well here too, the, the Hunter Hall of, Hall of Fame, Hunter Sporting Hall of Fame. How cool is that? Yeah, that's awesome.
1: That's As, just that's so cool.
0: Yeah, that's pretty mad. And was that 2005?
1: Yeah, it must be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Virginia done that up for you, didn't she? That was pretty for cool. For me 40th birthday. Yeah. That was
1: a tearjerker.
0: Yeah, right.
1: That was a real tearjerker. Yeah, that got yeah. you a bit, did it? Oh, man, you've got <laughs> no idea.
0: <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, 100%. Um yeah, so there, you you spent you spent a few years in the Grand Prixs. You had, uh you finished well, in 2000, you come in at number 21. I think you finished third in Finished third in your this is my first season. First season,
1: oh, I got to the I finished. Didn't I finish fourth in Prague? My first yeah Grand Prix. F- fourth finished, in Prague made the final.
0: Yeah, and then you made the final again when you got third. I am going to say Sweden. It was in Linshirping. Linshirping, yep. Mm. Um. You also had a second place. Um, at Cardiff. Cardiff. Yep. Was that? I believe that was the first time Cardiff was a Grand Prix.
1: Oh, I am not too sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: I thought two thousand. It was still in Coventry. The British Grand Prix? Yeah. And I think 2001 might have, or 2002. I, Shit, I don't remember which one it was.
1: I don't think, because Ryan won that night. He did, yeah. When I was runner-up. I think the three Aussies, Lee yeah. Adams was in the final with us, mm. and Mikkel Carlson, yeah. or Mikkel Max. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and no, I don't think that was the first Cardiff.
0: Oh, it might have been the second one. Might have been essentially.
1: the second one. I, I think it might have been, mate, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But would you say, what was that silver medal like at a, at a Grand Prix would you could would you argue that it's one of your career highlights?
1: Um No, I was I was pretty pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you know, you talk about starting at Lake Macquarie and then going to Wimbledon and not really knowing about world championships and not yeah. really having that goal and that anger yeah. to, to get to, to win races. I was just enjoying mm. riding bikes. Mm. Obviously by this stage, yeah. I'd been through a lot. Of course. And I passed Ryan in the semi to get to the final. Yeah. And then for him to pass me in the final mm. to win to win, the, I was pissed. Yeah, I wasn't real happy. It was nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure yeah, we yeah, celebrated, but yeah. it got away from me.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, big time. Yeah, you th- you fucking, prick. <laughs> passing me on the outside like that. Yeah. Um, but it, you also won the Aussie title again in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as World Cup gold again. Yep. You know, a- as well as in two thousand and two, it was a pretty pretty cool couple of years that you that you had.
1: Hundred percent, mate yeah 100, very very good amazing when you look at the two it's there's two different careers there there's you know the late 80 80s yeah early 90s and to to this from 97 or 2003 yeah um yeah but this whole time here this 97 to 2003 as much as my results equal my first part of my career yeah um i was I, I i never felt the same yeah okay i wasn't the same writer yeah, I, I didn't right. feel the same writer sure i was still as good I, I still back myself gating, yep. but I still I felt the whole time mm. I was catching. Yeah. I, was, I was playing catch up. Yeah, because the same blokes were riding when I stopped. Mm. See, so yeah, the first time. So I just felt I was trying to catch up.
0: And then ultimately retired at the end of two thousand three. You touched on it before. It was your choice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't injury inflicted. It was oh. just you had had enough. Um, well, you boys
1: were getting out of an age where you needed to be staying in the one spot. Mm. You was. Yep schooling in sweden yeah england yeah and has done a stint in germany in kindergarten so we needed a bit more stability for you boys as well
0: yeah Mm. yeah 100 percent. and you know we moved back to australia we moved to an absolutely beautiful 22 acre property we still had bikes Mm. we were riding anders was signed up to race um we had a pretty we had a good lifestyle there it was it was a fantastic place to live Mm. now obviously i don't want to touch on it too much but the, the divorce happened mm-hmm. uh, in 2005. Yep. Uh, you, and mum, you and your mum, you and your mum, you and mum, apologies, yeah, yeah. you and mum went your separate ways, whatever, uh, and then you went back for for a, a getaway, we'll mm. call it. You, That's a cool way you, of looking at it. You don't call it a comeback.
1: No. I was never, no. I, you can say in 97 we were coming back, mm-hmm. I presume, mm-hmm. and I was catching up my mind the whole time. Yep. Um, but, yeah, in ninety and two thousand and uh, six. Yeah, so you boys were you, yous were going down the route of Speedway. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine yep. like, Mum and I we had the property with Fiona and Dean at, yep. out at Mulbring. Yep. Um. And yeah, we were going to join us up to Cessnock. Yep. Because that was our local area, Cessnock mm-hmm. Mini Bike Club. Um, we had the bikes, and we were yeah we we're loving it out there, mm-hmm. weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So life happens, and Mum and I separated. Yep. And that was that wasn't good. That wasn't a good time. No, no, that wasn't a good time for me. So, and you boys, you was, what were you boys? You were early teen, aren't you? you maybe oh no, nah. yeah, we nine, ten.
0: Well, it was two thousand five. I was in year five. So yeah, I was I was probably eight and anders nine, or I oh, was nine and Anders yeah. was ten, something yeah.
1: like that. Yeah. So it was a pretty big disruption to us all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you guys were spending a lot of time in Tamworth, which is four hours from me. Yeah. So yeah, life was a bit. It wasn't. It was challenging. Yeah, uh, obviously challenging. Mm. Um. So when was that? That was middle five. Yeah, that was early. Yeah, first third of O five. Yeah. So yeah, I saw so I toughed it out that year, and I I just started working in the open cut mines. Yeah. Back then, mm-hmm. so obviously eighteen years ago-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't doing well, and yeah, it just come to me. I thought. I've got to get out of here.
0: And you weren't, especially in today's average age for Speedway riders, you weren't exactly
1: old at the time. Tell me, what was I back then? In 05? That was 18 years ago. So, 20. uh, Yeah, so I was only. Mid 30s. Yeah, I was mid
0: 30s. Which, you know, according to Greg, the great Greg Hancock, age is just a number. Well,
1: Nikki's well into his 40s.
0: Maddie Zagar's 40. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, you obviously a getaway mm. I like to call it it was a getaway for you yeah and you still achieved a fair bit while you're over there in that yeah. one year yeah it was
1: I remember there in early early 06 and again life still wasn't I was battling and I I I can't remember the conversation I'm, I was out there with Fiona and Dean on the farm and I just said I'm, I'm going and yep. I, I made a I, I can't remember the phone call I made yep but again, I didn't have to make many phone calls and mm. I just said, look, I need... I don't think I expressed that I'm only coming back for 12 months. Yeah. For one year, I because se- I was working at the mines at, at, for nearly 12 months at this stage. I just said, oh, I'm coming over. I don't know how long. Because mm. to be honest, I didn't know how long. Yeah, of course. But I knew I just needed to get away because majority of my adult life was spent in Europe. Yeah, okay. And I, I presume... I, I'm thinking back now... The, the majority of my mates or friends were European based, yeah, okay. where I'd spent a lot of time. Yep. So I thought, well, it's probably what I've go back, Todd. Sure. Go yep. back. Yeah. Go and fix yourself up. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, getaway. So yeah, I made some calls and 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 before you know it, I'm I'm gotten the shorts on and I've got the trainers on and I'm yep. running out Mulberry and I'm running out Quiribelong Road and yeah. And Endo uh, Craig Anderson, that's out where he lives now, and yeah, right. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm doing miles out there and trying to get myself fit. Yep. Because I've got to ride a bike, and all this time thinking, well, can I even ride a bike? Mm, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I just jumped off the bike cold,
0: mm.
1: and um, yeah. Next minute, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I rode. Oh man, I rode in um, Dave Stevens come up we went to North Queensland to Shelley, and. That there was in, in air was it air just south of oh, Townsville? Right-o. Okay, I done an open meeting there. Now was that before or after I left? Can't remember. And Troy Batchelor was there, and okay. he was a he was a young gun.
0: Yep, yep.
1: And it was an individual meeting no, and I won the night. Yeah, right. Oh, my memory, memory. um Whose bike would you have been riding? I don't know. It might have. Shit, I can't remember. <laughs> but it was it was I was advertisers coming back then. Yeah, right. Like okay. it was all in the local rags up there. Yeah, and right.
0: So when, y- did you already have a deal ready for? T- I must O-16? have done. Yeah, yeah. M- it
1: must have been a preparation to go back over sure. there. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. So I found myself back at Oxford. Mm. Um, Monarch boys, I ran Kenny Monarch, yep. Kenny Yeah. Cocker Marvin Cox. Yeah. Um, uh, Kenny was a massive help to me. Ken Soanes and, and the whole Monarch crew. Yeah. Kenny um we organized the Oxford promotion mm-hmm. at the time and it wasn't Vanessa Purchase and it wasn't Nigel Wagstaff. Right. It was it was other people. Um organized for two brand new bikes for me. Yep. Marvin Cox organized them. He built them for me. Yeah, okay. Sam Ermalenko built the motors for me. Yep. Yeah. And I went back in in April-ish, April ish. April. Yeah. March. Might have been March. Um in 'oh six. And I remember not knowing whether I could ride very well again. Um, but I was early only going back there to, to sort myself out. Yeah. I do remember being on Gate 1 at Eastbourne. I think me opening ride, brand spanking new bike. Mm. I don't even think I'd ridden it at Oxford. Yeah. As a practice or anything and I dropped the clutch, got to the first corner, and Eastbourne's extremely tight. Right. And I just went around in circles. Oh did you yeah yeah yeah. Oh. So I sort of a yeah, bit I didn't, embarrassing. Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I end up at back in 06 in Oxford. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, it was it was interesting. Mm. I was living on my own. I was living in Kenny Sohn's parents. Yes. Here we go again. I'm in yeah. a third elderly person's yeah, home. Right. In a, in my own bedroom. You seem to make your way to these old <laughs> ladies' houses, don't you? Did didn't I? Yeah yeah. So I was over there and, um, yeah, doing what I doing. And I remember spending some time with Jono there because Jono was, um, part of the Monarch Boys as yep, well. Yep. I remember you. Bo- I remember mm. my mum Mara.
0: Yeah. Melda. Yeah. Yep. We come over and bringing
1: you and Anders over to me in August in mm-hmm. the in in the European summertime.
0: I remember going to that 06 World Cup. I'm ready. That was pretty cool. I remember standing next to Mark Webber in the pits going, Whoa. (laughs) That's right. What a man. Yeah. He
1: was tall, wasn't he? <laughs> but just
0: I'm, i remember seeing him on the T V all the time. Yeah, true. I'm like, fuck this guy's a legend. Yeah. Whilst I'm also standing next to Craig J- Jason Crumb and I'm also right. standing next to Lee Adams and I'm like, yep. oh this is pretty pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And Nicky
1: Peterson and all yeah. Yep. Hans Anderson was a gun then. He was. He was fucking hard. Him and Jason a had a big grudge that year. They yeah. were both the two they were the two guns that year. Yeah. Hans was riding very well. Mm. We should have won that. Yeah, another one got I away. Know, we were up. I know. We've run right each. Yes, oh, I do remember that. <laughs> we could have had another gold.
0: All too well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like you said, you were just going over there just to clear your head, mm, get that's back, all it was. get back to get back to normal, and you were selected for that World Cup again. That was obviously not
1: expected. Not expected. I got, I got a bit fortunate that it was at my old club, at yeah, Reading, okay. where I'd done yep. a lot of miles. Yep. A lot of miles. I believe
0: one of them was at Ribnick as well. One of the semi-finals, which because the final was Reading,
1: wasn't it? Yes, correct. yeah. The semi-finals at Ribnik, and I love that joint as and well. You had road for Ribnik,
0: yeah. Prior, yeah, yeah, Um yeah. And I I remember watching the tapes, the videos, the DVDs of that year of that of that particular World Cup, and you had a great battle with Scott Nichols, I believe, mm-hmm. and Kelvin's on the Kelvin and Nigel Pearson. It's it's our outro to this podcast is of of that race.
1: This is in Ribnik. You're talking about. Uh yeah, the, the, this Might is... Might have been in Ribnik. Yeah, it's in the qualifier yeah, in Ribnik. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's
0: our outro, you know, this and that. I remember it clearly. Nigel Pearson, he's great voice, fantastic. But I remember um, Kelvin saying, how old is he? How many yeah, times he retired? Oh, here comes Scotty Nichols. It was a, a fantastic race calling. Yeah. But then I remember um, coming into... You must have come into the pits and you've taken your helmet off and Crumpy's come up to you and given you a big high five. Yeah. And... One of the commentators said, and there he is, the granddaddy of Speedway. Yeah. Fair, Todd yeah. I was like, oh, that is just fantastic. The granddaddy of yeah. Speedway. Well, that and one. you
1: weren't even that old no.
0: compared to these guys these days.
1: For sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we had a pretty good team. Yeah. Look, that that thing, how how old is he? Yeah. That, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, Daniel Mason, Keith Mason oh, that I yeah. work with today. Yep, yep. You've got some great blokes I work with, Matty James, local Newcastle fella. yeah. They've put that over the radio on the two-way oh, up, up at the Hunter Valley mines. Oh, are you joking? Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, you hear, I might have been communicating with somebody over yeah, the radio for yeah, something, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you hear the. <laughs> and how old is he? And it was straight off that, off of that video, off that video. Fantastic. Yeah, absolute classic. So cool.
0: Um, uh, we're actually running a bit out of time. I've only got about twenty-five minutes of recording left on these cameras. We're going. We're going pretty long in this one. Um, when after you had officially retired, uh you had a this is a pretty cool honor. So Curry Curry Speedway hold a a a cup in your name, the Todd Wiltshire Cup for junior one two five speedway riders. That must be that must have been a pretty cool feeling.
1: It was extremely and <coughs> and th- this was none of my doing whatsoever. Mm. This was all Curry Speedway yep. and I'm I'm indebted to them. Yeah. Um Peter Campton and his crew there. Yep um come up with the cup there with yep. the one, two, five young boys. Yeah. Uh very privileged to have my name in the trophy. Look, Sorry. I don't feel – that's I'm really thankful them that they've done that. Um yep. I don't like I don't like fame's what I'm thinking. That's not the word I want to say though. I don't like the or the attention. Yep. Okay. Never have. Recognition. Recognition. Yeah, okay. Like I said, I'm in my mind I'm the young kid riding the TY eighty A. Yep. Yeah, Mahari out at Lake Macquarie mini bike club having fun. Yeah. So I I'm not a fan of all the recognition that's yeah. come my way over the years. yeah. Yep. And when Peter and the crew put on the Top Wheelchair Cup, I was blown away. Mm. But I was also I guess an embarrassed in a way.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: If if I can say it that humble, way. Humble. You're humble. Just very humble. Yeah. Yeah. Like I even struggled to go to Curry on this on these days when the when the club started this. To walk through the pits, Mm. knowing this is the Todd Wiltshire Cup, and there's all these young kiddies in their one two fives, and because I'm thinking, I didn't feel comfortable. Right, I didn't. I don't like that attention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. So, but very honoured, privileged, and thankful for the curry, for the curry members. Yeah. Amazing.
0: And it's it's so 2011 was the first one, Mm -hmm. right? And I know who won it. Listen to th- – this was the podium, <laughs> right? How fucking cool is this? So the very first Todd Wiltshire Cup at Curry Speedway, mm-hmm. the podium. Look at that. <laughs> Jack Holder won it. Yep. Brady Kurtz second. Yep. And Max Frick third. How yeah, cool. That's something pretty That is awesome. Good. That's unreal.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I was th- obviously, I was there. I mm. remember handing the trophy over to them. Yeah. I remember sitting Bud, young Bud, Virginia was an eye young fella, on Jack's bikes in the pits. Yeah, okay. still got the photo. Yeah, Yeah, right. No, yeah, obviously, stuff. Jack was in a little mm. fella then too. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah, I just thought that's pretty, um, pretty awesome. That's and, nice. and, and at the time, like you know, Chris was well established by then, mm, yeah. but you know, you got Jack, young Jack Holder, young Brady Kurtz, Max Frick. Like they were, they weren't unknowns, but you didn't know what they were about to achieve. Not at all. So the fact that they are where they are mm. now is no. just—it's mind blowing that they were. They were just. A I bunch knew of, of kids. Jack.
1: Yeah. Obviously, because I, I used to compete with Jack Holder and Chris Holder's father Mick Holder. Yes. 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 So, uh, I remember watching Jack and Chris Rod Juniors, mm-hmm. um, in Summersby. So I, I was aware of young Jack Holder, but as far as Brady, didn't know much about Brady, and obviously not Max Max being from Victoria. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty special. Yeah, mm. that's cool.
0: Well, I, we do have to start wrapping it up, unfortunately. But I do have some quick fire questions that some listeners have put out to me mm-hmm. just answer them just give a, a quick answer don't have to dwell on them too much um it's just a couple here favorite track and why
1: i'm gonna go bradford bradford i'm gonna go bradford yeah right i didn't ride there thousands of times yeah but it just suited me yeah okay it was just a, it was it was two straights two corners Yep. it wasn't a straight in a, in a d corner it was just a nice and it had a lot of banking. Yeah, okay. A lot of banking. It's yeah. probably the track with the most banking I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah, so It's a good races track. Yeah, absolutely. A lot absolutely. of different lines. Yeah, and, and that's why, yeah. Mm. It's it's a shame it's, it's not running today. It, it was awesome.
0: I'm actually quite surprised you didn't say the Newcastle Motor Drone. That's, that's – Close second. Yeah, that, that was also good. Yeah, okay. That was
1: – the motor – It look, how do you pick? Yeah. The Motor Drone was very special. Yeah, okay.
0: 100%. Um, Favourite rider to race with and why? So I'm assuming that would mean team riding but
1: I yeah that's a good one um I first thing comes to mind is Jan and um Jan Steckman Yeah okay yeah it's Jan Steckman oh, Yeah Steckers at, we, we rode together at Oxford Yep just an absolute gentleman mm. and he was a gentleman on a motorcycle like yeah, he's just okay. and I don't mean that in a bad way like yep. just when me and him as a couple riding mm-hmm. together um we, we might have been riders one and two for yep. Oxford. Um, but Jan Steckman comes to mind, mate. Right. He, he, he was just – I never have a, have a issue of him running into me or him run, me running into him. Yeah, okay. It was just comfortable riding side by side yep. with him. Yep. he was just give a, each other the room. He's a quality, steady rider. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, why the white race suit?
1: The white race suit – Come from um, Bruce Penhall,
0: the great American world champion. Yep, yeah, two time world champion. Yeah.
1: yeah, he he come out. Ivan Major brought him out to the Sydney Showground mm-hmm. way back when Bruce had retired. Um, and I seen a promo promo shot of Bruce sitting on his bike with Ivan mm-hmm. in the Sydney Showground, and he had basically the white suit yep. with the red blue stripes across the. Across the thighs. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'd seen that, and I thought that's pretty cool. And Bruce had retired; he wasn't competing. Yeah, and I sort of adapted. For, cool. I, I adapted and, and molded into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Because that white, the white race suit, become very famous in that time. You were one of the only guys wearing white.
1: Yeah. You imagine me in Poland and wearing white at the oh time exactly in ninety one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, any reason behind going to the Wolf Sport two piece? When not a, a lot of riders did, apart from the Yanks, you know, Greg was wearing the Troy Lee, and Billy Hamill, yeah. I think um, even Scotty Nichols was riding the, the two piece True. at one point. Yeah. So yeah, why why Wolf Sport two piece rather than the the traditional single leathers?
1: Oh, I don't think there was any major reason. You know, Wolf w- was supporting me. I think Marvin Cox introduced me. Yeah, right. Pretty sure Cock, Cocker had a a good um, relationship with Wolf Sport yep. through his own career. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think maybe through Marvin. Yep, and got to meet the Wolfsport family. Yep, and it was pretty simple. It was, you know, they could look like at if I had a crash on one of me, one of these suits behind me. Yeah, and they got damaged. It's pretty hard to repair them.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And it was just a, it was just a fad. It was an error. Sure. Like if, if I crashed at Oxford and I ripped one of my uh, elbows, well, mm. or just there's another one in the bag. Of course, because we we used to get a lot of them. Just but um. Sent to us at the start of the season, so yeah, they're easily right, replaceable. Of course, yeah, yeah.
0: Not that you want to be on your ass often to no, no. to have to go through them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Favorite club from each country. So for just how you were treated with the communication, paid on time, all that sort of stuff.
1: Mm. Um, well, there's only 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 one club in Sweden that's festive. Yep. Then yep. they were our home. Yeah. They looked after all of us. Yeah. They were amazing. Um, I would say. Um, Oh look, I had Bidgosh, Gdansk, Chesterhover and Ribnik. Th- I'm pretty sure they were all similar. As far as the management concern, mm-hmm. all the managements were a little bit tricky.
0: Right. Okay.
1: But Bidgosh, I actually got, I had, um, got real close. Yep. To Thomas Wozniak. Okay. And Agneska. Um, he's my partner. Yep. And that whole family took mm-hmm. us all in mm-hmm. into their their apartments, yeah, really close to the track in Bidgosh. Yep. So, just with those guys, but they're like, a, they're like in my, they were my Polish family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's obviously Bidgosh. Yeah.
0: Now, I've heard you've had a couple of, you had a drama with a couple of bikes or something riding for, what was it, did you have a drama with Oxford in 06?
1: Yeah. That's a sad story. I can brief over that.
0: Yeah. Just brush over it. Just, Real quick. Yeah,
1: because end of 06, I wasn't sure when I come back to Australia in 07 whether I was going to continue to compete. Yeah, okay. I was pretty sure I was going compi- to continue to compete in Australia. Oh, okay, yes. I was going to put my name down for the Australian Championships.
0: Yep. In 07? In 07. Yep, yep. So, you
1: know, I this so 06 year and... Um, I done a I done a contract and I done a deal with the promotion again. It wasn't Vanessa Purchase and it wasn't Nigel. It wasn't Waggy. Yeah, it was other people. Um, and I had done a deal if I got a certain. I don't. I can't remember the crunch the numbers, but if I got a if I rode to a certain level mm-hmm. or average the bikes because they bought me the two bikes. Yes. Yeah. The the, the the promotion. Yep. To get me going, and and I would take ownership of the bikes at the end of the season. Okay. Yep. And I was planning to use them.
0: Um, in Australia, continue, yeah. Mm.
1: Well, yeah, come close to the finishing time of the season, it was made clear to me that the bikes weren't mine.
0: Right, even though you had performed, I clearly years. performed. Yes,
1: to my to what I was what I was expected yep. of me. Yeah, and it got to a point where yeah, there was a there was a meeting made at a pub in Oxford, and I the heavies were put on me about you know these bikes aren't yours, and yep. I'm saying well this is the deal, mm. this is what we agreed on. Yeah. Um, and then I, I was selected for the Oxford team to go to pool to ride in the Riders' Championship at yes. the end of the year in October. Yep. And I was the Oxford representative, and it was made clear to me that he and a mate mm-hmm. would uh, would be in pool, mm-hmm. and after I got off the bike after my last heat, he would be coming into the pits and would be manhandling them bikes away from me. Right. Taking them away. Yeah. And literally exactly what happened. Mm. Yeah. Really sad, yeah. Really sad. And I was riding in the Oxford. It's a lovely suit. There it was an Oxford cheetah suit I was riding in that year mm-hmm. with the big cheetah on the front. It was a nice Kevlar suit, yeah. Yellow and yellow, or gold yellow and blue, blue. yellow yep. and blue
0: with the black black bottoms. With the black bottoms, yeah. yeah and I, I had
1: white monarch on the legs and mm-hmm. stuff. And that was the suit I was using at pool that night. And I and I said to Mikey, I said, "Oh, this is. I don't think this is going to be good." Mm. Mikey, German mechanic, and yeah, yeah. I got off the bite. The bite was still red hot. Yeah. Um. He, he's here. They are both of them standing in me pits, mm-hmm. taking the bikes off me, and yeah. still the, the back wheels still turning. Yeah, right. And I just said to Mikey, I said because the carburetors weren't mine, I can't maybe I'm not the deal. Maybe the carbies were cockers or something. I can't yeah. remember. I said to Mikey, take the carburetors off, mate, and let's go. Yeah. So listen, Mikey took the carburetors off. Mm-hmm. I took the suit off. I was so pissed off. Yeah. I left the suit in the pits on the ground walked away and walked away and I watched them push there's two of them the two bikes and they pushed them across the centre green at pool, with the crowd still there yeah and here's here's my two white bikes yeah going across the centre green with two different blokes Mm. and out the gate into a van in the car park never seen them again
0: and that's pretty much from that moment you just dusted your hands of done yeah didn't ride it it was a real sour way to finish yeah
1: and that suit to this day is the only suit I don't have yeah I don't even know where it is
0: yeah yeah it's 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 a shame that shit like that is is still happening. Mm-hmm. And 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 it wouldn't surprise me if that actually happens more than we think, more than we know.
1: Yeah. So that, that that was a little bit sad, but
0: yeah. Uh if not for speedway, what would you have chosen to do as a career?
1: I think I would have continued on as a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, okay. yeah. I, yeah, you
0: I wouldn't pop- have chosen another
1: discipline of of motorsport. Um well, I I I didn't I could, I'd got I'd done everything in dirt track. Yeah. I didn't feel I was strong enough to compete on a motocross bike yep. I probably would have continued to ride bikes
0: yeah okay yep. um but
1: not as a profession you can't sure so yeah I I just I think I just would have molded into continued my my career as a, as a mechanic at a yep. motorcycle shop I probably could would have stayed involved with motorcycles in the, in the in the in the game, in the industry, in the selling industry. Yeah, uh, okay. Norm Fraser Motorcycles, Steve get Motorcycles, Chris Watson Motorcycles. I, I could have done lot like Chris done. Sure. Yeah, that yeah I yeah, probably probably would have gone down that route. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep fair enough. Um, who was Australia's next world champion?
1: Who is Australia's next world champion? Yep. In um, your opinion. Um. It's Jack Holder. Yep. Yeah, it's Jack Holder.
0: I think that's that's unless Dooley pulls something out again, which I think he can do. But
1: do- capable.
0: Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah, for he's sure. a capable. Um, but Jack is the, the very obvious. Dooley's got choice.
1: the aggression. What what you need. Mm. Dooley's got the animal. Yeah. To, to, to still do it. Yeah. Jack's talent is coming through. Yep. Maxi Frick's got the talent. Mm-hmm. He's proven that. Yeah. Um, to get Maxi over the line, he he needs to. Um, it's 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 just a Lee Adams story. Yeah. Okay. Amazing riders. Mm. It, it it's, it's the same odd argument. It's Nicky Petersons. It's the Jason Crumps. It's yeah. that it's that it's that mongrel, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Look at Ty Woffington. Mm. Look at Jason. Look at Jason Doyle.
0: Mm.
1: Look at the current bloke Smarslick, mm. Yeah. You can just see the desperation. They've Got something about them. You can see the desperation. Yeah. And Maxi needs to get that desperation going because he's got the ability.
0: Yeah. But short answer, Jack Holder. It's,
1: it's obviously Jack Holder. He's he's the he's the rider moving forward.
0: Yep. Uh, who was the most satisfying rider to beat, and why?
1: The best. The best.
0: So yeah. just whoever who was, was the best. Who was the best? And that's a fair answer.
1: Yeah. And and um, again, I look at you look at the Ricardsons and the Crumps and the Adams and the Hamels and the Hancock's. I. I think more of the Eric Gunnarsons, Hans Nielsen's, mm. the Sam Emelencos, the Yano Petersons. I'm that. Uh, my mind still goes back to that early era. Yeah. Okay. Of that early era. Yeah. And I, I remember. See, I knew the Hancock's. I knew that. I knew the Hamels. I knew the Crumps. I knew the Adams in the two thousand era when I was with them. Yep. I was sort of. I always felt I was behind them. yeah Because I was catching up. But in the first year I used these are the blokes I looked up to, but yeah. I couldn't believe I was on the track with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the hands and the Hans and that. Like I'm thinking, wow, if I can beat this dude on because I was only a young fella. Sure. So that that was that took more effect to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's who I'm thinking. I'm yeah, thinking yeah. the Hans Nielsen's and yep. those guys. Yep, Kelvin Tatum.
0: Yep, fair yep. enough. Well, that's all the questions I've got uh from the 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 viewers. Uh but I do have two questions that I'm going to now ask every single interviewer uh, uh, every single bloke i get into interview i'll ask the same questions every time who's your favorite artist
1: <laughs> oh this is this is so Shania twain is the answer oh
0: she is a but legend
1: but you know what today i don't really get involved in any of it too much yeah, i'm not uh, into music yeah, okay. and it was just an era that we all went through including virginia yeah she's um, a big Shania fan massive and mum linda yeah yeah um yeah to answer your question simply it's Schneider, but uh, look I don't follow her now. Yeah, right. I okay. don't follow many people now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well okay, well, what's your favourite song then at the moment, currently? Um I what are you vibing?
1: You know the songs I like? I like um Miley Cyrus songs.
0: Oh yeah, she's she's unreal. She's got some, she's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's bad. <laughs> she is bad. She's got some cool songs. Mm. You know, we've
1: always, I've always liked Pink's. Pink puts out some belts. Oh yeah, okay.
0: Uh,
1: fuck, you got me. I think Adam Lambert is one hell. Oh, you he can sing. One hell of a age, vo- he's he got one hell sing. of a
0: voice. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And last one, favorite movie of all time.
1: It's got to be Shawshank Redemption.
0: I knew you were going to say that, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, brilliant. Yeah. Yes, absolutely great. brilliant. If you haven't seen Bloody Shawshank Redemption, check that bad boy out. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Well. Awesome, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. That was a very, very good long episode. No worries, Love that. that was a lot of good info there, a lot of good content. We've skipped a mile oh. of
1: it and maybe a million people we haven't mentioned, but mm. it was... Thank you. Mm, nah,
0: it was awesome. Anyways, guys, really appreciate you uh, tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode to listen to Todd's story of his career and how it all unfolded and, and how it all come to an end. And yeah, hope he's enjoyed. We will uh, see you next time. Thanks, guys. See you guys.
1: the inside line as Wiltshire goes wide. Wiltshire's got it in the back. Fantastic ride from Todd Wiltshire. That was inspirational.